The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Thursday. It's getting there. It's getting better. I'm not not going for the high notes. Uh, It's John Holmberg here. How are you? There's Brady Bogan. There's Brett Fessley. There's Big Dick Toledo. This is the Morning Sickness, and we are ready to go for another perfect day here in paradise as we uh, creep ever so close to the... Massive temperatures of summer, but it feels pretty good right now. Uh, just to start today, Brett just handed me an email a second ago, and this is a this is a listener that's just you know we always say that uh, eventually we'll get a complaint call from somebody going I didn't like what you said about uh, the man in the wheelchair. I got a brother in a wheelchair. I'm like, yeah, but did you laugh when we made fun of you know Don Corleone saying uh, you know hit a lady with a regional snack and it was a kind of a, in stereotypical. Oh yeah, no, that was like well then it's just your day in the barrel. Well, this guy who <clears throat> excuse me. Eggs, anyone? <laughs> this guy uh, seems to spend every single day we speak in the barrel of being made fun of by the show. He says, hey, my name's Sean. Little about me. I look like Brady if he pushed his nose up like a farm animal. I grew up in Maryvale. I went to Maryvale High School. I'm a local artist. I love Long John Silvers. I live on 35th Avenue in Northern. Uh, my truck starts with a key. So wrap your head around all that. Have a great day. And by the way, all you guys can go f*** yourselves. So pretty much everything we make fun of in this city is represented by Sean. Welcome, Sean. He hasn't killed himself yet? No, I know. Well, and very rarely on purpose, but he probably will accidentally explode in a meth fire. <laughs> but, yeah, Sean is probably every day going, God damn it, that's me. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Uh, we just played a little Kid Rock there. Uh, you heard that as we came in. I was looking, and as I said it, Brett was talking about... Uh, the bar industry and things and people he knows through that, through Medea and through others. And uh, there are evidently bars who are experiencing Bud Light boycotts. And I just saw this, that Bud Light lost uh, $3 billion in market value. Now, keep in mind, they're worth $132 billion. Yeah, I mean, so it's, you know, kind of a good gambling weekend for Bud Light. And, and they're getting all this attention and stuff. But it is a legitimate movement now. To not drink it. And you said you know a bartender, not yeah. Medea, but one that talked to her and stuff and said that they're, the bar is like yeah, full I mean, of people that aren't dealing with it. Yeah, I mean, there's still those guys that just don't care. But, I mean, the, there was a, there's a couple of groups of them that are in there all the time. And they're like, nope, give me Coors Light now. I don't, I'm not doing that. And it, Coors Light's had rainbow cans. See, the problem but, I have with this is like, what line are you drawing? The thing is, from what they're saying is they're more... They're not so mad. They're just sick of every everybody of it. jamming it down their yeah. throat. They're it's like, you not, can put a rainbow no on there. Yeah. 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 Not necessarily like <laughs> why, but just just in general. Right. And Budweiser just kind of broke their broke the it's straw that broke the camel's yeah. back. They, for them. They've, they feel yeah. like they've been like we said the other day. It's this quit. I get it. Yeah. Now quit making everything yeah. about it. Yeah. So I think that's more the backlash isn't so much at 
at uh, at trans transgender people. Right. It's about like enough. Uh, we understand not everything has to tie into this. And don't take my Americana. Don't right. you know? Don't don't make transgender baseball day. Don't make transgender apple pie. That's day. next. Just yeah, you know. I mean, well, it has to be yeah. because it's a it's a it's a woke move. And plus, look at the attention Bud Light gets for this. It's been a week now since Kid Rock shot some cans, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's it's insanity. But you know, they they can lose three billion dollars to have everybody say Bud Light a billion times. But I, I'm still here. I, look, I think my life uh, motto is now I'm here for the memes because they're just oh, they're amazing, they're furious, they're hilarious. Daily, I get another one. That's it's like the Newberry Wood. It is. It's kind of like everything is Bud Light version and never ending. No, yeah. and it's great. And I'm getting a ton of them on on emails and everything else. But it's just I can't imagine. Like I don't know. Like where? Why is that your stand? You know. Uh, yeah, and that's my that's my, like if you're going to take a stand in life, is that really it? like I said? I think it's just the straw that broke the camel's back. I think a yeah. lot of people are just like, all right, enough. We get yeah. it. We don't care. Just it's, stop it's, with it already. Right. What's interesting is the amount you know the amount of transgender uh, population in the United States is is not that big. Yeah. But same with the people that react that way. Yeah. On the beer, it's like yeah. it I is don't know, weird. two out of ten, something like that. Yeah. Maybe, but it's enough. Well, Look like, how much yeah. it flinches. Well, like I said, uh, when it happened, we were talking about it, and I was I brought up the idea. It's like it's uh, nobody really cares that much. We're just tired of having something shown to us, and if we don't react properly immediately, we hate everybody. We're bigots. You know, yeah. you're going to tell your boss, and you feel like you're going to get tattled on. And it's a uh, you know, this is the type of stuff to me that creates the mind of the shooter. Is when you're telling somebody how they have to think or else. You can't not. I I prefer a world where you used to be able to not like stuff, and I'm fine with that. I don't have to like you if you don't like the things. You know, if you're improperly uh, disliking something, if you're a bigot or like quietly, wildly racist and just don't like a group of people, that's just willy nilly crazy to me, and it makes me think that you might be a person that is uh, unreliable in thought. So it, it it identifies you, but to tell people, look, if you don't react properly to this. There's repercussions for it, and I think people are. You're right. I think it's just that lash out moment yeah. of going. I don't care about transgenders. I saw a commercial for Burger King yesterday. I giggled hysterically right in the middle of a basketball game. Target audience, basketball fan, right? I'm watching the play-in game between you know uh, nine and ten seeds. It's not like you're watching the best teams in basketball. Just interesting, well-matched teams. Play-in they, game is still. Well, they've been great games yeah. too. So I'm watching the game, and in the middle of it, there's a a. a picture of a box of french fries on a table and there's one french fry left and one hand goes towards it and it's a white male hand and one hand goes towards a black male hand and i'm like oh who's gonna win this fight and uh and then they show the two guys at the thing and they're just as gay as can be they just and then one just the white guy pulls his hand back i think and then uh, gives the fry to the black guy and then he just taps him on the nose and i'm like oh they're interracial homosexuals sharing French fries. <laughs> like everything is interracial homosexuals. Grand slam. Yeah. <laughs> everything is appealing to the interracial homosexual. And I'm like, I wonder what the percentage of of even homosexual relationships that are interracial. It's like one percent of gay relationships are interracial. I, I don't know. The audience is so small that's targeted, but it's like, look at and that's where we all feel like it's getting shoved in our faces. It's yeah. like, look, this isn't even, this is barely even a real thing. And you choose it as representation. And, and you're saying it represents an entire group of people. Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to knock your socks off, Sprite. 
McDonald's? I know a black guy doesn't like Sprite or McDonald's. Oh, my God. It doesn't represent everybody. That's a myth. <laughs> I know. He's just lying <laughs> to me. Yeah. It's like a white guy, not like a mayonnaise. I mean, we, we all know it's not real. But it's, uh, yeah. So to say that this is a representation of an entire group of people is the irresponsible racist thing. To say, oh, no, these two people represent all the thoughts and feelings and looks and everything else of an entire group and shut up and deal with it. And if you react. And I laugh because I'm like, <laughs> I would because if I was at McDonald's and I watched two guys share a romantic moment over the last fry, it's like pigeons in a parking lot. It's hilarious. The only people that I would be impressed by if if, if they were like, you can have the last one, would be uh, rats, pigeons, you know, uh, woodland creatures. That just if I watched one back off to give to the other, I'd find it adorable. Otherwise, I can't wait for it in baseball games. Maybe it's like a ballpark Frank commercial. Oh, and it's lasting a lady off. in the trampet. Oh man. Yes, yes, Lady and Trampin' Footlongs, Ugh. and then he got down to that last bite, and you just let your interracial husband have that last have wiener guzzle. I'd, I'd love it if they had fun with it. That would be more fun. Like, if the guy gave him the last fry, and then the white guy just unzipped his pants, knowing, I know what I get for that. Like, come on. Make me, it real. Me, yeah, make it what it is. I live next to homosexuals. They love... Uh, just constantly f-ing each other and having f jokes and tweak boys over. I mean, let's let's represent some of that as well. Have some fun. Introduce us uh, to the, you know, the spontaneous sexual activities of many homosexuals. They're very very sexual people. They rarely hear I have a headache. Oh, they don't. They're guys. I'm shooting eggs out my throat. If you told me right now, hey, let me, you want to blow? I'm like, yeah, dude, if you don't mind me going the whole time. No, I'm cool. They good. feel good, yeah. actually. Yeah. Ready to be wiping his forehead off going, are you already done? Oh, no, that was a throat oyster. So you're, you're not finished yet. I'm sorry, I spit that on your head. I didn't know you'd feel that. Yeah, give me some reality to this whole, you know, not everything. Uh, and I watched a commercial the other day with a, uh, an Asian woman and a black man, and they had like a Mexican kid. How's that a thing? How, well, who's that representing? Families that adopt. What adoption agency in the right mind's going to give them a kid? <laughs> They're all over the they road. They got approved, bro. They're all over the road. Colin Kaepernick is saying that you shouldn't let me be adopted by white people. And now he's got this movement going that, you know, now he's mad at his, uh, white, his white upbringing and his parents. Colin Kaepernick, right when you start going, you know what? Uh, we were a little rough on Colin Kaepernick. I can disagree with him, but maybe he had a point as to... And then he says something like that. Like, remember when he was going through his whole thing and you're like, you know what? There's an argument to be made for what Colin Kaepernick is doing. You may not like it, but he did ask a military uh, you know, person to say, what's the best way to protest? It's an American thing to do to protest. You may not like it, but it's an American thing to do. And it's an exp- and then he shows up for a job interview with uh, f pigs and uh, cops dressed as pigs on his socks. I'm like, well, god damn it, you want me on your side? Don't go to that extreme. So then again, time passes, and you're like, Colin Kaepernick did his little. You know, I'm not a big fan of what you did, but I understand why you did it, and I can, as an American, I can appreciate. I have to look back and think: Would Muhammad Ali have been one of my favorite athletes of all time if I lived through Muhammad Ali? And probably not. During the Vietnam, during him uh, saying he hated white anger. people, yeah. uh, he went on and on. I mean, he was on a he's on a, a show called uh, it was a Crossfire with uh, William F. Buckley, where he basically says, "I am all about separating the races. Like white people don't do anything for." And it was amazing how racist it was. 
that and I, I, I and I sat and thought if this was today, Muhammad Ali would never ever 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 be a popular. He'd be Colin Kaepernick. He'd be in huge trouble a lot. Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And he was then. So I always kind of, you know, do the Buddhist thing where you're like, all right, see it from the other side for a second. Try to at least look from the other side and say, am I being unreasonable and reactionary? And I would have been. But Colin Kaepernick then comes out this week, right, when I'm like, you know what, I'm trying to understand this from your perspective. And I can disagree with you. Because I don't think enough people do that. Like, let's agree to disagree. I don't agree with what you're doing, but I can respect how you're doing it. I can't respect it. He goes on TV now and starts talking about, I should have never been allowed to have been adopted by the people that adopted me. You mean the folks that gave you that incredible, uh, you know, well-to-do upbringing? That's what he's complaining about. Uh, He just had zero, uh, you know, uh, like nobody knew his culture. Like the people who had you gave you up. What are you mad at the white people who picked you up for? And he wasn't mad at them. He was mad at the... Adoption, thing. and they has got a list of people underneath going, I was adopted by a white family, too, and it, and it screwed up my heritage plan and all this. Stuff. Like, I don't understand my, my ethnicity. And like, Okay, you so went to Maryvale High then. <laughs> right. Instead, you had an upper, cla- upper <laughs> middle class raising. No, you were in a really idiot. good situation, right. so stop. And it's just, I think people hate people complaining about having it good. Yeah. Like, you don't want to hear that. But, yeah, so you get all that crap. So, He's doubling yeah. down. I don't understand how anything works, but I know advertising right now is very strange because, I mean, it got me to look up how many interracial gay couples are there in the gay community. And if it's 10% of the population is gay, 1% is interracial. It's weird. It is. It's a, it, it's an added 10 or 15 seconds on any drug commercial. Yeah. They have to hit every possible couple <laughs> option. That's true. Is. You're right. Yeah. You're 100%. All. <laughs> and I have turned into Dan Holmberg. I watch TV. <laughs> And I, and I, I honestly, it is, it's choking me because mm-hmm. it's, and again, pardon the pun, <laughs> it's a constant, but I'll be watching and I was eating my, uh, my CPK salad yesterday and I'm just firing away on that and I look up and I see it and I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and, 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 Not them. And I'm like, oh, is everybody gay? I'm like, what, what are you upset about, John? It's just the TV. And that's the biggest surprise. Finally, it got to Americana yeah. with the Bud Light. No, yeah. no, no, and now no. you're, now you're touching my Bud Lights. Yeah. But Bud Light is going for the $132 billion business. They've got no interest in what you think. They don't care about your down-home, you know, American roots. They don't care. They're not even an American company anymore. They don't care. They're going for the easy kill and the attention, and it's amazing. But $3 billion in a day makes us blink, makes Bud Light go. This is a uh, this is a one step back for two steps forward. We're going to... We're going to be the Bud, Bud Light is everywhere, and there's no such thing as bad press. And well, they haven't they haven't done anything wrong technically, so it makes everybody else look crazy. And you know, I I don't care about it at all. It's so silly. Don't mess with Texas because uh, apparently Bud Light's uh, they've sponsored this weekly dart tournament, draws you know a couple hundred people yeah. or whatever. They they normally blow through three kegs of Bud Light at an event. <laughs> blow through, yeah, exactly. See. Uh, this week, the bar sold four bottles of Bud Light. <laughs> and who are the daredevils I know. that tested that out? Put it in a mug. Put it in a mug. <laughs> Put that koozie it around that thing. probably four bottles to the uh, people who run, like the, like, because when we have an event and it's sponsored by a beer, we yeah, drink yeah. the beer. So it's probably the guys at the bar like, well, Bud Light gives us a lot of money to do this dart tournament, so we're drinking their beer. Yeah. So four guys who had to do it. But from three kegs to four bottles? Wow. I find it hysterical. 
but it is, I think you're right. I think it just comes back to the idea of like, this is a message from the normal, uh, and I hate to use that word, but it is what it is. Uh, the normal society saying enough. Can, can we just stop with the force feeding us every single person that's doing something crazy being, you know, put up on a pedestal? And at the very least, can we get a hotter trans for the, you know, the thing? I mean, it's the, yeah, where's Kim Petras? Completely, yeah, give me Kim Petras with her cans out talking about throat goat and a Bud Light. Yeah. Now you got something. I don't want to see this clearly, you know, lantern-jawed former man in makeup. It's, it's not attractive enough. It's, those are my rules. If you're going to give me a trans, make it so I don't know. Make it so I look and go, I'd move it out of the way. That's a pretty hot trans. <laughs> I don't want to be able to detect it, you know. Resting a Bud Light bottle in Kim Petrus's cans oh, and stuff. Oh, oh, pick a can. Yeah, I can oh, do it. Oh, we can do it. We can do it. Yeah, which which is the best can? Oh, Kim, and Kim Petrus is German, and I think uh, Anheuser Busch is owned by Germans now, or maybe uh, I don't Austrians. know where in, InBev is. It might uh, be Austria. I don't know, but either way, it's over there. Three great <laughs> European cans. Uh, awesome, and then Kim Petrus is holding a pair between there. Uh, pick a can. That's Any brilliant. can. Oh, I, of course it is. Of course it is. I'm a marketing genius, Brett. <laughs> Not only can I represent that community, I can do it and make Alabama happy. It's just the stupidest thing in the world. But I, yeah, reading about all this stuff, you stay in mean, I want Bud Light to constantly dominate the news. But I also want to, like, you know, again, like, almost like yesterday, I kind of want to hear from somebody who's like, I'll never drink Bud Light again. I want to hear why, like, you're that angry. Maybe we should do a fireside chat today with that. <laughs> you know, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. We have time. Just tell us your Bud Light stance. Yeah. Uh, and then you got, you know, cause, and uh, Victoria Jackson, formerly of Saturday Night Live. Pull it up on TMZ if you don't mind. Right. There's a video of Victoria Jackson from SNL. I almost called Love It yesterday. And I know Victoria Jackson was... I'm she, not going to touch nah, it. <laughs> but she, oh, he'd talk about it. <laughs> she, uh, maybe not on the air, but he'd talk yeah. about it. John and I, yeah, he wants me to talk. Oh, no, I'm just saying on the air. <laughs> he and his ex-girlfriend want to come on the show. Which I think is phenomenal. He wants to bring Lydia Cornell on the show and talk about why they broke up. And I'm like, I don't know if anybody knows who Lydia Cornell is, but I'll do it. I'll do a, a side podcast of Lovitz's kills. And why do they want to talk about? Because it? it's funny, or is it? Because I'm fascinated by it. He's uh, just he wants to just bring. And they're it up. still. Uh, and again, I friends? think yes, but deep down, I think in a veiled way, John wants everybody to know he nailed Lydia Cornell like out loud. <laughs> I think that's more of it. <laughs> but uh, he's just funny that way. Uh, this one. Yeah, so, now keep in mind, Victoria Jackson used to be on Saturday Night Live in the late 80s, early 90s, and she was the blonde bimbo. She she actually did a, a very famous sketch on the news where she sang, I'm a bimbo. And it was all about, you know, just having big hair and a little bit overweight and big cans and blonde and I'm a bimbo. She goes on a city council meeting, you can hit play, and... Uh, and Victoria Jackson... God hates sodomy. <laughs> he hates homosexuality. He said it's an abomination. And he hates, God hates sexual immorality, all kinds, fornication, adultery, etc. And God hates pride. <clears throat> like one of the most things he hates is pride. Proverbs eleven twelve. When pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with humility comes wisdom. The Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this: they will not go unpunished. Proverbs sixteen eighteen. Pride goes before destruction. A haughty spirit before a fall. And Sodom and Gomorrah proves that God hates sodomy, proves it, and sexual morality and pride. 
and it's still there. And archaeologists, when covered it, you can go on YouTube and see it's. <laughs> and this is where I'm like, city. what's happened? That's a comedian. Right. That lady used to be kind of funny. And this and, is for a, a you know, this is, this is for to, granting for a, a new park zone. A new yeah. park, yeah, it has nothing to do with the. Everybody's no fun anymore. But see, that's why I say this whole thing kind of seems to be. It sparks the shooter. It sparks the loony. Oh, with whether or not the city would hold a gay pride festival. Right, they're going to yes. have a festival, and then people come out of the woodwork. And, the, and this is the antagonistic type stuff that makes it so I think you get lunatics. So I think she doesn't want that festival there. No, God doesn't. <laughs> She's fine with it. She, God doesn't want it. I didn't care about that, man. She turned into a big broad. She's a big Ooh. one. Yeah, she used to be kind of cute. <laughs> God evidently, you know what else God hates? Gluttony. And uh, you don't. You, you seem to skip that one. Got the holy Twinkies. Before yeah. you're throwing uh, stones. Yeah, Man. her church doesn't hand out wafers. They go like brownies and Twinkies. And, God hates yeah. Twinkies. It just seems like, you know, the, the, uh, the people who are just set in stone on their way aren't seeing any sort of way out of this. And it's not that they can't have those feelings, but they don't see an open-door policy here to go, okay, everything's going to be all right. They see it as the end of the world. They see all the Bud Light cans and all that stuff as the end of society. And I think that's the scarier part is that there's people... we got to ease into this crap. You can't just throw these trans bombs at people when that exists. you got to remember that. And that's a group of people that will never be represented. You'll never have... A group of folks that are like Jesus first or, you know, a Muslim on a can or you're not doing it. Yeah, you're just not doing it. So this whole diversity and, you know, you're not going to you're not going to have people that are just not popular diversity. And that's the problem. Is that there's uh, a- imagine if they did a can series back in the day of all the uh, top. Remember, they had the playing cards uh, of like Osama bin bin laden oh that, yeah well, I, I have desert storm i have the collection yeah imagine if they did that on the cans i think they the kind of probably did i think they but had like, military here's the number support one guy right yeah. now we need to oh uh the most wanted yeah they, they should have that was an old joke a comedian had is why don't we put the most wanted the 10 most wanted on beer cans yeah you'd never like people would know who they are Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. We always find out who the most the FBI's most wanted guy is. Uh, like when he's the most wanted. You know, like when he's done something. Like I wouldn't I don't who is it right now? No one knows. Yeah, I mean Warren Jeffs got up there. The only reason I ever knew that was because after I saw the Because Watkiss. Mike Watkins. They got him. Right. Usually it's, well, they knew where he was the whole time. If he's wanted, they're like, there he is. But they couldn't go get him. They had to get a thing. But yeah, you put him on beer cans. You put wanted things on beer cans. They used to put missing kids on milk cartons. Wanted people on beer cans. Now that's a use of a beer can. This guy brings up a point. Uh-huh. I, I get the no press. Is, no no press is, you know, all, all bad press is good press, you know. Yeah, any press. Yeah. yeah. But how many weeks can a corporation take that big of a hit? Oh no! It can't. Well, it won't be sustained, and they know it. It, it just won't. It's just a you know, and it's a series. It's not like it's the permanent. Right. It'll camp. all go away, and people will forget. And people also email saying, you know, Bud Light released this partnership with the trans rights person uh, after a trans person killed six people. Uh, so I the I think timing that, well, was- again, you know, it's beer. We all we all kind of turn a blind eye to where beer sits. It kills a lot of people. 
as far as drunk driving and yeah. alcoholism and all sorts of we all to to you know cherry pick the one time that it's like oh the person on the beer can did horrible things and they represent everyone i again i won't say that the person who shot up that school uh, did it because uh, maybe they did it because they're trans because they're crazy or whatever. They're a shooter way before they represent any group. I won't say they represent the group. <laughs> Anybody who murders people no longer represents a large group of people. John, I didn't know Katie Hobbs' sister was on Saturday Night Live <laughs> yeah, at one point. She sounds just she like does. Victoria Jackson. <laughs> it's Victoria Jackson for the Lord. Man. Yeah, we're just tired of being force-fed stuff. I think that's. I think you're right. I think you're talking to the bartenders and stuff and having them say. I, and bartenders don't care. No. You're, as long as you're buying a drink, and doesn't guess matter what? if it's Bud, Coors, or whatever. Your favorite bartender, if they're any good, will stand in front of you while you go, I'm not drinking any of that sissy tranny fluid. I've switched over to Coors Light. Now you're going to hate this rainbow can, but here you go, because they're in it too. And then they hand the Coors Light. And then down the bar, the very same bar, a guy will say to that same bartender, uh, you know, I just think it's crazy what's going on with this Bud Light. People have to uh, loosen up. And that bartender will be like, you're absolutely right. Absolutely. The, the bartender never will argue with you unless they're bad at bartending. They'll sit back and joke with you. It's all frivolous. You're going to pay me. I'm your best friend for the next hour or so. That's it. Opinions are bad for business. Terrible. I when you're in the bar that. business. Yep. Give Terrible. me a white claw. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not drinking any homosexual liquids. Yuck. God hates that. Now. Uh, what I want is an, a Midori Sour. <laughs> and if you could put some fruit in there. Not some pink nonsense. Something dark and green like a man. Yeah. Five fuzzy navels yeah, for my yeah, buddies yeah, yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. My boys are lemon drops for everybody. <laughs> I just, it's ridiculous. We all have to just loosen up a little bit. And I know everybody's like, if you loosen up, they'll take over. There's like eight of them. Don't worry about it. Again, like Trans Vengeance Day a few days ago, I think we outnumber them. If they got fired up enough to want to, quote, take over. And everybody's like, well, the schools, the schools. Okay, then be a parent. And tell your kid, you know, when the school, like Thomas Wells. The great Scotsman Thomas Wells, who went to the school after they made... His son hug another boy in front of the class for pushing him down and calling him a homo F-word because this kid was doing kind of gay stuff to Thomas's son and, like, like teasing him. And then they're like, no, you don't knock kids down. We hug. And when Thomas found out, he went into the classroom. You'll nay make my boy a f- right here in front of everybody. He's not doing any homo hugging. If I want my boy to hug someone, that's my decision. Your agenda. And you show up at the school and you scare the hell out of a liberal teacher with cat ears and, you know, whatever they're wearing. And you tell them, like, don't make my kid hug another boy if he doesn't want to. And call it inclusivity. Just don't. Just be a parent. No one can make your kids That's gay. the problem. Because <laughs> I remember the one, uh, we had a friend, there was a teacher, and they would do some stretching in the morning, you know, before the pledge. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, some yoga moves. And the Ooh. parent came in. Yeah. Don't you be Don't teaching do that, that black magic. Eastern religion yeah, yeah. to I'm my kids. I agree. Just <laughs> teach them math. I don't know why teachers want to get involved in that. Keep it to jumping jacks. If I was a teacher, my, my walls would be white. There'd be one thing written on it and be shut up and sit down. This is not going to be fun for either of us. I'm not going to. And we're going to learn uh, pragmatic basics. And then I'm going to teach you about uh, chat GPT. You're never going to have to learn a thing again. You have all the information right there on this website. And what we're here for, trying to teach you about diversity and inclusion. No, do that at home.
I don't know why a teacher would want to do it. Because they're nuts. I don't know why a teacher wants to teach in the first place. Especially when everybody's shooting up. With that paycheck? Yeah. That, that paycheck, and now everybody's saying, you know, we should take a little away from the funding and have an armed officer at the schools all the time. I'm, like, I'm not against that, but again, if we had to have an armed guy walking around this building all the time, it would kind of make it a lot less fun. You know, if we had to have one. I know we've got one. His name's Brett. But if we had to have one, <laughs> oh, if it was a dude walking around with, you know, a long rifle every day and he's down there at the front desk, how you doing, Holmberg? Yeah, I mean, what's up? Shooter McGavin, how you doing? Oh, we can make that happen. Oh, we can do that. Brett would take that job. Oh. Brett would like to be the guy wandering around armed. Uh, this one, This one says, on the Bud Light topic, uh, it's easy for me to be against them now, John. They went from supporting a cause to promoting the trans lifestyle. That's my position in anything. If anyone, oh, and anyone, if they decide to promote a cause I believe is wrong, I can let them live their lives and support their rights peacefully. But as soon as they shove it in my face and tell me it's the right thing to do, I'm against them. Yeah. I think that's oh, what a lot of people are feeling. Yep. It's it's less about the trans people, and they're trying to make it about that, than it is just quit shoving this down my throat. Not every commercial has to have. Like, you know, I, I hate to say this, but uh, I'm feeling, uh, you know, I'm not very represented anymore in commercials. There are no more heterosexual uh, white couples. <laughs> like, this is not a thing. I'm like, what happened to us? And people are like you feeling is you're already there. Yeah, you're not going away. You already had it. Well, we yeah. can't go anywhere. There's that's what most of us are. You know, statistically, that's most. Why of Why do United we need States. to brag about that? Yeah, well, you guys, you've had your day. Like, I, I still want it though. If anything, you're just firing up groups of white people to go. We were winning. You're basically making them lose. I want to take my country back. You start hearing crap like that. <laughs> There's most of the nation is wacky whites with, uh, you know, white, ugly wives. TV tells you different. Anyway, enjoy your beer, whatever it is. But it is awfully uh, strange that people are this fired up over it. There's a lot going on in the world. That seems to be something that really gets you. You start tapping into Budweiser and Bud Light, man, you're hitting the heart of America. If Ford had a tranny car, and you know what I mean. Like, you, didn't, you know, this is the, you know, you got the Harley Davidson F-150s. That's pretty sweet. But if they did the one where it's the, you know, this is the Dylan Mulvaney, uh, you know, this car transitions from sedan into a, a hatchback, so to speak. You'd be like, when? What? What the hell? I'm not driving. No more of that. Well, Ford believes that most people should transition. Ah! The furthest out they went was Probe, and they stopped making that. Look, I know. Give me a Kia. Yeah. I'm, I'm, getting rid <laughs> I'm of going to Korea. Screw this. Uh, well, I know that the the electric Mustang has transitioned from yeah. a muscle car into whatever the hell that is, and that didn't make people happy. That's worse than the, the transsexuals on a beer <laughs> to a lot of Mustang guys. Oh, yeah. I happen to think they're very cool, to be honest. I saw one on the road the other day. I'm like, it's probably the coolest Mustang I've seen in a while, and they're very fast. Next one up, I, I you know believe, will be the uh, Camaro. Are they I think they're going to bring it back, back? Yeah. into a... Electric. I've. Have you been in the Ford Mustang? Have you seen it? Uh, Hopkins. Yeah, uh, yeah. Joy yeah. has one, and man, oh man, they're very cool and they're super fast. So you know, they, people just want them to rumble. They're quiet. It's kind of neat. Anyway, we're all transitioning. Tom Fairman brings up an interesting point. How come there's no handicapped people on beer? That's a good point. You want a Hawkins can? Yeah, or? why isn't it like transitioning like a dude who's like in 
Like, where's the representation of that group of people? Where, why is it always just gay and trans that makes us diverse? Where's the representation of the, you know, a dude just like a, Stephen Hawkins with a tube and a, and a straw all the way back to the bar to the Bud Light? This is the greatest thing I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's right. Diversity. It's all a ploy, a sham, nonsense. You're not being represented. You're being exploited. Period. Take that. Uh, I like talking about it, though, because it fascinates me. And Kid Rock started it. Who would have known in 2023 Kid Rock would be at the top of the mountain with the flag leading the hillbillies? Who knew? Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. No matter where our genitals are, it's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.